The moment you've been waiting for has finally arrived. It's time to turn up the heat and kiss winter goodbye with Engine. Get down to your nearest Engine Quick Shop and buy any one of their fantastic promo combos. Download the Engine One app and enter the competition. You could win a sizzling daily. Uh, you could win sizzling daily prizes plus one of nine premium kettle brides. That's hot. Remember, kiss winter goodbye at Engine. Promo ends on 31 October 2021. Terms and conditions apply. Engine with us. You are number one. Yeah, we continue uh, with uh, the story uh, around uh, the brewing of uh, a liquor and, of course, the traditional brewing of liquor. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess uh, quite interested in uh, some of your thoughts on this. You can send us uh, your WhatsApp voice notes on uh, 0791914270. Uh, I think it was Brahu who said, yeah, Fila Lama Gokoko. Uh, all of uh, yeah, the things that are being uh, produced there uh, because Nangama Police and Genenji. Uh, so Kaulez will Zonga Zondo and I guess uh, yeah the very very deep history that we come from in particular of course the history of African women and uh, their role in brewing this as a livelihood uh, 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 approach and uh, interested I guess in uh, you know the new and more modern forms of uh, brewing and how these draw on uh, the history of Mkomboti and uh, many other uh, traditional uh, uh, brews that we might have and Apiwe Ngusani Mawela is a brewmaster uh, with uh, Brewster's Craft and uh, joins me now on the line. Tolokas, good evening, Gunjani. Well, I'm just good, thanks, how are you? Let's maybe start off here. I mean, we just had a chat with the folk from the Department of uh, Agriculture, uh, Land Reform and Rural Development. Uh, they've mm-hmm. now, I guess, for the first time ever, you know, set out what uh, traditional beer is and what it might not be, uh, just on the back of, I guess, you know, uh, as concoctions, CSS bug. Uh, mm. But uh, talk, talk us maybe just through the history uh, of the brewing of Mkomboti in particular, uh, you know, by, by African women in the urban core. Uh, I was making mention of that song by Prahu uh, earlier on. Mm. Uh, and of course, this was a criminalized activity. People were arrested for this, uh, but it also played a very critical role in augmenting household incomes. Mm. Yeah, as you don't you know, so it has been, it's quite rich. The history mm. of brewing in South Africa is quite rich and is actually part of who we are. Sure. Um, it has helped, you know, develop a whole lot of things within the country. I know a lot of people that have been raised by shipping queens when, mm. obviously, when they're doing apartheid times, when alcohol sales were not allowed within the black communities. And people grew up in those environments being raised by Omaha who were selling alcohol and brewing in their bedrooms. So it's something that has been part of who we are as Africans, part of our heritage, is part of um, our, our our being as South Africans, I believe. Mm, mm. And of course, I mean, a lot of this, uh, uh, as you say, it's a critical part of our being. Uh, but I guess there's also a bit of a contradiction that uh, yeah. women are overrepresented, uh, you know, in our traditional brewing sense, you know, uh, um, all of that type of thing. Uh, but when we go to the more sort of mainstream modernist um, that you would find sort of bottled beer, uh, which is brewed also. Um, in that sense, we also see, I guess, women being underrepresented. I mean, you're, you're a brewmaster. I certainly don't know of many women brewmasters, l- let alone African women brewmasters. Yeah, uh, so with uh, over the continent globally, we have mm. a, actually a very big movement of women in the beer industry that are trying to you know, reclaim our space. 
Yeah, yeah. Pure, hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break, but Tlasbuya, I want us to maybe unpack, I guess, you know, what goes into uh, the brewing of what you're calling clear brews, um, which I would think is probably more capital intensive than maybe going out and getting a mazimba uh, and, uh, you know, Peggy's dudu, which is, um, yeah, I guess no less a um, sophisticated and important process, but probably not as mm. capital intensive. And uh, we'll come back to that after this brief break. The moment you've been waiting for has finally arrived. It's time to turn up the heat and kiss winter goodbye with Engine. Get down to your nearest Engine quick shop and buy any one of their fantastic promo combos. Download the Engine 1 app and enter the competition. You could win sizzling daily prizes plus one of nine premium kettle brides. That's hot. Remember, kiss winter goodbye at Engine. Promo ends on 31 October. Terms and conditions apply. Engine, with us, you are number one. Hey, what you proud you? What if it's an amako? Uh, yeah, of Mikombo Tino, who knew you all. Fitani Gong, I'm in conversation this evening with Apiwa Musani Mawela, who's a brewmaster at uh, Brewster's Craft. And uh, Apiwa, before we went to that break, I guess, uh, you know, we're talking through uh, the differences, at least in the technical process of production, uh, between Obobe to Jalabisindu and, of course, uh, what you're calling sort of clear brews or clear lagers. Uh, maybe just talk me through, I guess, what goes into an operation like the one that you you run, where you know uh, you're not only just producing for your own brands, but even I guess white labeling for others. I, I like the point you're making because what you're suggesting is that um, there's an indigenous knowledge system that's been passed down in, you know, tacit knowledge mm-hmm. rather than any ri- written knowledge, uh, yeah. which in many ways I guess is is quite similar to the more sort of Western forms of brewing. Um, and uh, maybe just talk, talk me through, I guess, you know, some, some of your thoughts around how you've also contested the Western brewing method um, and how cu- customers, as the people who are drinking it, have received that. By um, the men in the villages, so we have to worry about food safety, mm. even though it is a, a Western terminology. But as Africans, we had it before. Where we are strong in Ipshanti, Zanga, uh, but we, now it's, it's explained in the in the Western terminology. Obviously, with COVID, in in the uh, at the moment that we can't share Ingai or Ukamba or the Calabash as we used to before, because now there's issues around COVID. But now I've seen most villages they now they buy the small cups, the MML cups, literally form combos in that, and that is a way of still continuing with the tradition of sharing Ukamba, mm. which talks to Ubuntu, which talks to us as, as, as Africans, sure. um, you know, I am because we are. So, Sisonke, Indoyane, Yako, what is mine is yours. And, and that's where the African element comes in. And for me, it's something that, you know, as we progress as, as Africans, as people, we, we should be, I mean, you're going to heritage mine tomorrow, heritage day tomorrow, that we should never lose who we are. Things might change, times might move, but how do we make sure we incorporate mm. into the scene to with the time? Um, and for me, that yeah. is something that um, is usually quite um, important for me. You know what, what I sometimes think about, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I think that that is actually mm. made from ingredients that might have been produced not in the mainstream food system like manufacturing type production so you know if we think about like millet or you know uh, um, any of the other 
inputs or even the maize products that uh, one would mix yeah. it with umkombot. You seldom get umdoza wamba yungusha, indoza upindi ipekwe, ibeza za tutuza ungena umkombotini. Are you seeing any opportunities there? I mean, you would have probably needed a lot of hops and barley to produce some of the craft uh, uh, brews that you are putting together. Uh, are people producing that in adequate quantities in the places where we come from uh, to really feed into, I guess, this growing demand and consumer preferences around craft, uh, clear brews, and uh, also, I guess, increasingly uh, with Imikrimbi, you know, uh, uh, all of the ingredients that go into Mikumbot? Yeah, shops, mm. um, there is... Yeah, I mean, a fascinating uh, area. Uh, and I think maybe just as we wrap up, uh, I'm also quite interested because we're talking on the product side of things. Uh, but also, mm-hmm. I guess, a big part of it is also the sales part. Uh, and uh, there's been massive challenges in the last while, least of all for a brewer uh, that is small or medium-sized like yourselves. Uh, you know, have you been able to recover, I guess, uh, from all of the restrictions on trade that no doubt would have affected many of your plans? Langamandla, wish you strength, Tolokazi, uh, and uh, thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us. And uh, yeah, we uh, certainly hope that uh, you'll be able to recover all that has been lost and may you grow from strength to strength uh, in your uh, uh, productive journey there. Thank you very much for your time. And that there was Apiwe Ngusani Mawela speaking to us uh, uh, this uh, evening uh, and uh, talking to us, I guess, as a follow-on to that discussion around uh, the Liquor Products uh, Act and uh, some of the shifts and changes that have happened on that score. I would love to hear your perspectives on that. Uh, You can send us your voice notes out on WhatsApp on 079 191 4270. 079 uh, operators have uh, shut the N2 uh, in the city. Uh, and uh, protesting against the ongoing violence uh, directed against them uh, by uh, some of the uh, by some of the uh, uh, taxi or minibus taxi operators in that part of the world. We'll take a look at that after this.